Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of The Finance Bro. We have real conversations with real people about money. Today, I have no other than my little brother, Juwan, on here to um, share some light on some things that he's experienced when it comes to personal finance. And I think these stories will um, be very useful to a lot of people who haven't been in these situations yet or could fi possibly find themselves in those situations. Um, Juwan is a very hardworking individual, um, a, a father that I aspire to be like one day. And I'm excited to have him on our show to share the things that he's experienced. Great guy. Uh, Juwan, please introduce yourself, my brother. All right. Hey, everybody. How's it going? I'm Juwan, uh, First Lieutenant Marine Corps right now, uh, Naval Academy graduate, class of 2019. 19. Um, <laughs> Uh, retired Navy football. Fifteen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, member of uh, Omega Psi Phi Fraternity Incorporated. Uh, are you? Are you? Are you? Cross in twenty eighteen. Hey dog. Um. Yeah. So right now I'm a budget officer in the Marine Corps. Uh, and what that is, so the the DoD has a budget. And I'm in charge of working with the units within Second Marine Division to make sure that they put a budget to, a budget plan together, follow the plan throughout the fiscal year, and actually meet like milestones throughout the year. I'm also so there's also like a kind of like a consulting aspect to it where you know they have different issues with accounting and different systems interfacing and processes that I kind of give my inf my best input on to try to help. And uh, just make sure we close out the fiscal year at 100% and stuff like that. Ah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's pretty much me in a nutshell. I'm 22 year old, 22 year old, 26. <laughs> 26. Uh, I got a two and a half year old engaged. Oh, it's Beyonce, Kiara Willis. Shout out to her. She's downstairs actually. Little sis. Yeah. She's actually watching over my little, my little boy, my young one, right now. So, and those for those of you listening, his son is a prodigy. He's gonna he's gonna be some great things. I love that little guy. That's my nephew. Got a playbook set up for him. He's gonna be good. But um, all right. So before we jump into the conversation today, I want to start off by saying that Juwan is one of the newest members of the In the Smoker Debt Free Club or the Debt Free Gang, as I like to call it. All right. So real excited for that. I remember before you left to go on your deployment, we sat down and talked about everything that needed to happen and you got it done. Like I, I've told you before, I know I told you when you got here, but again, I'm proud of you because now that you're debt free, you're talking about bigger and better things. You're talking about businesses and making plays that can really do some things for you and your family. I'm getting, I'm getting hyped just talking about it right now. Let's go. But, um, so, you know, because you part of the debt free gang, I want to, I want to start, um, kind of by talking about that process. So let's, before we talk about your experience with getting debt free, let's talk about what you were experiencing previous to that kind of your situation. And then we'll lead into kind of when we spoke, sat down and then what you did to become debt free, you'll tell them how much debt you paid off, which I'm a whole, that's, that's your secret to say, you know, to share. And then um, from there, we'll just, we'll go from there. So go ahead and start that off, brother. Yeah. So before I sat down with you and kind of put the plan together and everything, I mean, I was, I had a lot of different payments, like all of my hard earned money wasn't going to myself, it was going to different bills I had to pay. And I felt like restrained 
and like kind of in a box mm. when it came to just being able to move and think how I wanted to when it came to different, you know, financial opportunities. Um, you know, I, I felt like I was kind of living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Like before I, like when I finished TBS, you know, I wanted to buy a house when I first showed up, but I ended up having to live on base for a year because I just didn't have like, the funds to cover any of the expenses that come with owning a house mm-hmm. or even the process to get the crib. Um, so I was really, it, it was not a dark time, but I was really down because I just, I was kind of discouraged because, you know, it was a plan that I had in place already as far as things I wanted to do, but I was, I was stuck in a cycle of freaking paying, making all these payments, trying to get everything in a good spot that, you know, I just couldn't get what I wanted to get done, you know, and I mm-hmm. felt like I was going to block this stuff. So, you know, I felt like the deployment time was kind of a perfect time to get together and try to set it up because it was just me and my issues that I had to deal with. Out yeah. There, so. Deployment is a, I tell people deployment is a, a good and a bad time, right? Because it's great because you have so many moments of solitude that you have no, t- nothing to do, but think. And because you think, yeah. you know, you get a, t- a lot of time to figure things out that you wouldn't necessarily have the time to even attempt to address in, in the normal world. So um, it's good in that aspect. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, it was before I got there, I didn't really know what to expect. But once I was there, like, I didn't realize how much free time I really had. You know, I would, I would finish work, I go work out, and then I just kind of sit in my room. Like, All right, well, what now? You know. And yeah. When you have, when you have a lot of time, you getting money, like it, with nothing to do with it, you, know, you run into a lot of, you know, poor decisions. Yeah. You know, but we we mitigated that. So. We did. We did. So, um, I know before you deployed, like so. <laughs> Here's something I'll share with the with the listeners. So anytime one of my young boys checks into the area and they, they move here and get stationed, you know, at Camp Lejeune, um, me and my my line brother trust sit down with them and basically tell them what they're going to do. Um, we don't we don't make an option for them because when you give someone the option, they feel like they can't do it. And when we know it's going to make them better, we make it to where it's a demand and not an ask. That way we know it gets done. So. Um, you know, him, his LB is here, the other one's coming, like they all own a, a home um, and we're all getting their their finances correct and teaching them how to, you know, think bigger. Because that's another thing, too, is no one's teaching people to think bigger. So anytime they get around us, we're always talking bigger picture, bigger plans. What can we do? How do we move as a unit? And that's been pretty phenomenal to be building that out here because more people are hearing about it and catching on. And we're building a nice little a nice little unit out here. But I go out and now I have to say because of that mentality, you know, um, and with me starting this company, I knew that I had a skill that I wanted. So I wanted to make sure that all the people I cared about that looked up to me were putting themselves in good positions. We had spoke about, you know, Juwan's finances before and told him, hey, when you're ready, let's sit down. Well, he didn't take that lightly. He actually said, hey, bro, before I leave, let's sit down. And we sat down um, and came up with a plan. So you can talk about that experience too. So right before I left, you know, I was, I felt like I could make it happen at the time. So, you know, we got together and took a, a deep dive into my finances. And uh, I realized that, you know, I was, I was really shooting myself in the foot with a lot of stuff, you know, just a, a lot of like, not real frivolous, like big purchases, but it was like the little small, like mm-hmm. going to the, the PX, you know, every day. Buying. I, ended up, I realized I was in with like 
almost three, four hundred dollars a month in freaking like snacks and stuff. Like, it was just you know, so that's something yeah. that a lot of people underestimate is like they be like, Oh, I'm only it's only two dollars, it's only five dollars, yeah. five dollars over 30 days, that's 150. dollars yeah. yeah, and that's what was killing me. Like, you know, I, I would say exact thought process, like, it's two dollars, like, I got it, like, whatever, <laughs> you know. And I look up, you know, we sit down, and I'm going over big statements, and we actually like categorize and stuff. And I'm looking, I'm like, I'm like a third of my check is going to freaking snacks. It's like, well, I got food at the crib. Like, mm-hmm. I really honed in on, on the, we got food at the house. Hashtag, we got food at the crib. Y'all listening? <laughs> hey, that's, I still practice that to this day. It's times where I didn't, I come to the office and I look around and I, my stomach, you know, growling. And I realize that I didn't pack a lunch or I was too lazy to cook the day before. I make myself sit here hungry. So I learned a lesson. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It was a it, the overall experience, man. Like, even though it was a it was an uncomfortable situation for me, because I felt like I should have been in a better spot. Like, I, 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 like at my core, I knew I should have been in a better spot. But you know, it's just the decisions I was making wasn't really helping. So us sitting down, you know, looking at my big statements, going over. You know, I was very uncomfortable the whole time. But mm-hmm. you know, seeing that. I think not even the fact that, you know, we're so close, you know, that played a big part in how willing I was to just be open about it. But I think also the fact that it wasn't like a, a shameful situation. Like I came mm-hmm. to you about it, we broke it down, we looked at all the big statements and instead of looking at it, like, well, why'd you spend $400 on, you know, snacks? It was like, yeah, look at that. You spent $400 on snacks. So like, you should probably not do that. You know, it's like, it was more of a suggestion. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you did that, but now let's figure out how we can not do that. You know, yeah. and it was extremely helpful. You know, and it, it made my life a lot easier. You know, even though I think like we did all of that, categorized everything, and then we put the plan together on how I was able to, you know, pay off on my debt. And it was like it didn't feel like oh, I'm gonna do it. I gotta do this, or he's gonna kill me. It was like yo, I, I, he took the time out of his day to help me out, and he, he didn't make me feel any worse than I do right now mm-hmm. so like I feel like I, I owe it to myself and him to yeah, it put follow the plan and trust the process in the situation so you know I went out there freaking had the plan and every time I get paid man I freaking open my computer look at what I'm supposed to be doing and I just do it without even like trying to think too much I'm like all right I just got to check where's my computer that was my thought process every time just got to check where's the computer and I'll do it. And I'm like, all right, this, this, this. All right, do it now. Do it. Hurry up before you freaking think about it and try to find something to buy. <laughs> and here we are. You know, so um, before I get into my next statement, because <clears throat> you left this out, tell tell the world how much debt you paid off and how long it took you. Oh, all right. Yeah. So crazy numbers. Right? I was 16000 in debt. You know, it was... Uh, I think I had eight, nine thousand in credit cards, and then I had like seven thousand. I had about seven thousand. Yeah, seven thousand left for my uh, car, right? And my deployment was six months. I paid everything off five months, five and a half. Yes, sir. And then didn't even tell me. I had to be like, "Hey, bro, did you uh?" How'd you do with paying that debt off? He was like, oh, yeah, that's gone. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> it, was, 
it was a big moment. Like I, I freaking, you know, I ain't say nothing to you at the moment, but like, like I, I did like a, almost like a little ceremony, man. I freaking pulled out my phone and I like screen recorded it and I freaking made the last payment. And I was like, there it is. And then even like the phone calls to make the last payment for my uh my car, like I ended up actually overpaying because I was just so eager to get rid of it. Uh-huh. I uh I ended up paying like an extra payment and then they caught like I, I made the payment. I was like, all right, we're done, we're good. Like now let's talk about this other stuff. But I ended up getting a call back for them from uh the bank. And uh I'm like, oh man, like the payment he go through, I talked up, blah blah. And uh, they're like, no, actually, sir, we gotta send you another 250 back because you, you paid over and blah blah. Oh, so not only am I done, look, I got actually two fifty talking about. It. <laughs> I'm in a I'm in a really good spot now. You know, we got uppers of you know 10, 15 k saved. I was able to sit and kind of breathe and not feel like boxing in and actually like there's an opportunity in front of me. I can you know assess it and actually acknowledge it. Compared to before, like I was like, man, I got 16k on my back, bro. I can't. Mm-hmm. I have no extra money to sit anywhere, and it was a crazy cycle because I was like, man, I, I feel like I'm doing well making the payments. Why? Why is nothing going away? It was like cause you're 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 not making, you're not maximizing the payments. Mm-hmm. And so that was a big thing. Plan. It was like, yeah, you're making the payment on time, but like you could also add if you stop paying four hundred dollars in snacks. You can add that four hundred dollars to mm-hmm. the card or the car, like right? you know, whichever one needs to go first. So we picked out which one needs to go first. For sure, it went. And you know, so, so you you were in a peculiar situation that you took advantage of to be able to do this, right? And um, I want to hit on the fact because I, I always try to hit on this, and you are one of the people that truly understands this as well. There's a small time sacrifice for a long time reward, right? And a lot of people have a difficult time with accepting that sacrifice. And, you know, you really made double the sacrifice because not only did you go on a deployment, you left your friends and family behind, but on top of that, you're still managing your spending and trying to take care of things and making sure you're paying this debt off. So you're not doing, you could have easily made yourself a lot more comfortable out there with ordering a bunch of stuff on Amazon. Amazon's a wonderful company. They get stuff everywhere, but, you know, but you um you recognize what was important. You had goals in mind and you knew that if you dedicated that six months to locking in and getting this taken care of, coming back, you know, to take a breath over the water, it's going to look a lot different and feel a lot different. And now it does. Now you got that smile on your face. You know, you ain't nobody. You ain't looking over your shoulder. Your money's going where you want it to go. You like, hey, I'm looking. I heard about this. I'm about to look in to see if this is a business option. You, you're so much freer because you don't have to worry about that other stuff. You can literally do whatever you want now and like that's what i want everyone else to understand is like you can do whatever you want when you don't owe people anything yeah feels good it definitely feels good and i try to emphasize that you know some of my friends and they're coming along um but that was a big thing for me like i i saw you know you and trust shout out to trust um shout out to trust saw, yeah, man, the guy. um but i saw y'all like that got out man boom 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 moving moving i'm like oh I'm like, I feel like I could be doing this, but like I'm missing something. And, you know, that was what was blocking my path and my view. I, I, I related to like like a lot of people freaking 
feel like it's such an overwhelming thing. Like it's like a chicken little kind of aspect. Like, the sky's falling, the sky's falling. Mm-hmm. But like, no reality, you know, you're just in an uncomfortable situation, right? And that's really what it was. Like, I think about that picture where they talk. It's like life's about perspective. Like on one side is Buddy like sitting in the water with his head like only his head is up and he's barely breathing. Mm-hmm. And the other one is like it's only two feet of water. If you just stand up, you'd be fine. So the me with my head barely above the water with me in debt, you know, and then me standing up and being like, oh, it's two feet of water, man. That's me having everything paid off. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, I like that analogy. I like that. Yeah. And I just kick his flash and if I want to sit back down, I can. It's in my chest now. Yeah, you know, and, you know, I think <clears throat> a, hard, a good part of this too is who you around, right? Because it would have been easy, like if you weren't, if me and Trust weren't here and we weren't on you and Troy's heads and telling y'all, hey, this is the way things need to go. This is what needs to happen. This is how you build this. This is how you maneuver. It would be hard because I remember being in y'all's shoes and like coming to these places and like no one was having these conversations with us. No one was really talking about that except for, you know, in school, Amir Sharif, that was the only person that had these kind of conversations. But after school, there was no really one really developing that. So like we wanted to make sure that we were able to provide that because here's what it is. Now you're ahead. You're ahead of where I was. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's a, that's a win. The baton is to you. Now you can go and execute because you're ahead of everything else and you know what to do. You're getting the answers even faster than we did. And now what are you going to build? Now you can talk about what JJ is going to have and feel comfortable about it. You know that now instead of leaving JJ and anyone else in your family, a pile of debt now you could talk about hey i'm gonna leave these assets to my family and along with that i have this knowledge now because not only did someone tell me it i did it experienced it lived it breathed it felt it i can really describe to them what it's going to take to do these things and that really makes a difference facts it's definitely facts like i yeah i mean a, a big big motivator for me was like because yeah, i had my my people i just passed away um right before i left you know, and the first thing my mom calls me and tells me is like, oh, we need to figure out the whole life insurance thing. And I, it just made me real uncomfortable. Like, you can't even really fully grieve. because Now you got to figure out how to pay for the stuff that he left behind, you know. And I'm not saying he left a, a bunch of issues behind, but it was still like that thought of like, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I, I want everybody to, when I'm gone, it's not a matter of, oh, like, I got to do this, I got to do that. It's like, yo, He's gone, but you know, he's he's passed, better place now. But you know, instead of us having to pay, you know, hundred ten thousand or whatever, now we can we can take notes and look at what he left behind, and you know, manage it the way we should, and make sure it keeps going on for generations to come. I just wanted to make sure that I had something to pass on mm. to my son and the rest of my family that he could hold on to and pass on. And just keep it going like that. Instead of, I know a lot of families like have an issue with like, you know, splitting up assets and trying to figure out what's worth what and all that. But it's like, I don't want, I don't want anybody to have to deal with that at all. I want, mm-hmm. to, I want it to be as smooth of a process as possible. Where, you know, I'm not here, but there's all this stuff I left, you know, and everybody, everybody can have something of value that meant something to me, so they'll never forget. Me. Mm-hmm. And I, they, I don't think they'll ever really forget me, but there's something physically there that's like, that's me, that was mine, I loved it, and now it's yours. I, mean, mm-hmm. I think that'll help a lot of people with processing and grieving and all that stuff. So, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a huge deal, and that was a big motivation for mine. Like, 
thinking about my son is just the next generation. It's like I gotta I gotta figure this out. I gotta get it right now. So, you know, later down the line, that's not even something we gotta consider worrying about. Um, Absolutely. Because you, I mean, even talking to you, you know, talking about like, you know, and that's the kind of the sacrifice thing too, is you would rather be uncomfortable now to make sure that he doesn't have to be uncomfortable at all. And I think that's a, that's a big thing too. Cause even if you don't have children, like I don't, but I know that one day I plan to. So what am I going to do now to make sure that when I am ready to, you know, do those things, I'm the most prepared and I can make sure that I am going to bring up, you know, a family that doesn't have to look over their back and wonder if everything is not going to be taken care of. Like you can guarantee everything going to be taken care of. I can tell you that, you know, and, and being able to be financially free, even if you don't have the answers, at least you have the breathing room now to seek them and not have to worry about other things. It's like, it just frees you up so much. Like I remember when I was on my last deployment and I paid off, paid my final uh, loan off. And I, I ran around my little crew yelling, I'm let's go, you know, like jumping up, I'm hitting people up. Yo, I'm debt free now. And it's like, yo, I, this is dope. And then once I became debt free, that's when all this other stuff started lining up because now it wasn't that it wasn't always there. It's just, I wasn't in the space to be able to receive it because I couldn't do anything with it. I wouldn't have been able to appreciate it and, and take action on it. And I was only, would have been only to my own do only wrong to my wrongdoing. So, um, you know, it's exciting to see, you know, have, have y'all actually reaching this side and of being financially free and being able to experience and, and take, learn to take risk and calculated risk and do things. Cause that's another thing too, is if you want to build something, you're going to have to take some risk. Like it don't, it ain't just going plopping your lap. It doesn't come without risk, but when you take calculated risk because you have the time to to think and and you learning taking time to take courses and and learn things like even you like you took courses for trading and because you're looking for other ways to start bringing in revenue for you and the family now and I t- i'm right there with you like taking uh courses in investopedia but you know there's a lot of people that would look at the price of a course that course 200 dollars. Oh, why would i pay that like i but you got on a pair of 200 shoes you know i'm saying where the course can teach you how to, you know, it may be a budgeting course where it said it may cost, you know, $200. However, because if you use what you learn, you can save thousands and pay off thousands. Like with the risk of whereas you pay that 200 for that 200 pair of dollar shoes and you're just going to wear them every now and then until they get dirty. And then, then what, you know? So it's like, Another you know what I'm saying? Like it, 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 you, it makes it, it makes so much sense to me that sometimes I feel like I'm crazy. Cause you know, I have some people where I have to literally argue and bully them into taking their finances seriously. And I was like, yo, you, you need to care about this. Cause I see people who are in their forties and fifties and didn't worry about these things. And now they're, you know, 30 years behind where they should have been because now they're trying to play catch up. And it's, it's sad, but like they, you know, people can take care of those things now, but everybody thinks that, Oh, I'll live in it now and take care of it later. Yeah, all right. Well, that time you wait, and that's just gonna be a deeper hole you gotta, you know, dig yourself out of. It gets rough real quick. Definitely does. Definitely does. Definitely does. Um, I had, I mean, my my friend. I told so, I paid off everything, and I think the first person I might have told. I even don't. I don't think the first. Crazy. I was talking to my friend Tiana, like my best friend from high school. I told her I was like, I'll pay off sixty k. Five months. He's like, what? How'd you do that? Who are you talking to? Blah, blah. I said, oh, my bro Eric, like, that's my financial advisor, actually. Yeah. You know? I was like, yeah, he, you know, we put a plan with him. And it worked out. And now, she, she's 
on your line, you know, and yeah. working with you. And, 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 she, and even that, like, you know, it's a, it's a, like, it goes, so when you spoke earlier about how you didn't feel like you were being judged or that it was like, I was making you feel bad about your situation. And I've noticed that that's, that's a thing that, unfortunately, a lot of people do worry about when it comes to like being vulnerable about your personal finances, because most people don't yeah. want to admit that they need help with it, right? But <clears throat> once you like realize that you have somebody that it is going to do that, like you notice, because she came and now because of she has, you know, the guidance that she obtained from, you know, talking with me, it's like she realizes that something that seemed like it was this daunting task that would be the most yeah. difficult thing ever. And she's like, yo, I can do this eight months. Oh, that's yeah. easy. I'm locked in. I'll holler at you on the other side of this, bro. And I'm like, cool. See you, see you in eight months. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, but before it seemed like, oh, I ain't gonna never be able to get rid of this. And it's like, no, actually you do have enough money. If you do this, this, and this, take this, put this here, get rid of that. Now look how much this is. Now, boom, you put this here. Now let's look at the timeline for paying these things off. And it's like, wow. You know, but so many people try to underplay it. It's like, oh, it's just personal. It's just your money. Bro, if it was that simple, everybody would do it. You know? Exactly. Very true. Yeah, man. Like, um, I think I, what, what helped me a lot is actually like having a kid and realizing that, you know, it, it takes a village to really raise a child, man. Like, it, it takes a lot of people engaged and like really bought in on bringing him up. And like, mm. a big thing, a, a way, a big way that you have to, you know, foster that environment is you have to, you know, humble yourself and like actually ask for help, open your mouth. Mm. And when people are you tell me all the time, man, like a closed mouth don't get fed, right? Nobody knows what you need until you say something, right? And it's like, you know, sometimes people feel like you have to, it's like a transactional thing where it's like, oh, well, if I ask them to help me with that, then they might ask you to do this for them. And I, 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 don't, I can't do that. So, you know, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just try to figure it out on my own. It's like, yo, a lot of people like are literally chomping at the bit for you to ask them just, for help right mm -hmm. you just have to realize that you just got to realize that you know you're not the first you're not going to be the last right this this situation can be a lot worse than what it is and you know don't don't let the moment you're in right now cause you to just let yourself fall into a deeper hole like, there's a level of humility you have to have because mm -hmm. it is an uncomfortable situation you know it is opening your freaking big statements and like yeah. looking at them. It's definitely like, hey man, I don't look at this. Like I know I was spending money with them. I should have been. And now you gotta <laughs> look that in the face and like take that, you know, accountability on yourself Oof. and actually, you know, buy into the process, you know. And I feel like having my son help me with that because it was like, yo, there was so much I didn't know about fatherhood or just being a dad. It was like, yo, I, I don't know what I'm doing. So first thing I did was call the first, you know, real good father figure that I knew and we sat and chalked it up and freaking I realized I was thinking the same kind of process like him you know I'm probably bothering him asking for help he has his kids like he's busy blah blah and it's like yo I called him I'm like man I, I'm actually scared bro I don't know what I'm doing he's mm -hmm. like yo man like you know, it, it's alright bro like you'll be alright just take care of this don't worry about that this matters, that matters, this is unimportant, that's not that important, you know, and going through that process and realizing, like, all I got to do is ask for help, so that's where the situation with my finances came in, it was like, it got to the point where I, I was, I felt like I was trying so many different things, trying to, you know, uh, prove myself, I guess, mm -hmm. so like, yo, I, 
I was like, I want to freaking Naval Academy, but I should be able to figure this stuff out. And it's like sometimes, you know, you don't know what you don't know. The only way you'll figure it out is to ask somebody for help. But mm-hmm. it takes a lot of humility to do that. And a lot of people miss that. Right. And a lot of people just think that, you know, I'll be okay. I mean, yeah, you're not gonna die, but like what are you doing to set up the next generation? If that's what you really want to do, like how are you mm-hmm. how are you how are you how are you even working towards that at all? Right? And you know, a lot of people skip over it, but that was definitely a big thing for me, it was realizing that you're not a burden to me. Right? Like mm-hmm. there's people that are literally lined up waiting for you to ask them for help. You just have to open your mouth and ask them, right? And yep. that's what it was. I asked you, I was like, oh, bro, let's sit down. He was like, all right, bet, tomorrow. <laughs> yeah like, and and that's what people don't realize it could be like like yo yeah. you you say oh you uh, yes come come now you know like i've been waiting for you to ask that's the other thing is like people don't understand there are tons of people asking for help but typically we're not going to come to you saying hey do you want help it's gonna because when you come and ask for the help that shows that you cared enough about it that you needed to go out of your comfort zone to seek it from someone else. And because you've taken that step, it shows them that there's more buy-in. And if, if I know that you have financial issues and I keep coming to you saying, Hey bro, let's sit down. Let's, let's look at your stuff. And you're like, okay, cool. Like in it, two months go by, three months go by. Why would I keep, why would I even do that? Cause that happens a lot. I I've seen that a lot. And it's like, cool. But then you, I'm going to save that for the ones with you. And you were like, bro, I don't pride. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got a mission. Hey, can we, can you help me with this, bro? You're going to get, yes. I. What are you doing right now? You know? And I wish more people would utilize that because there's two pieces to it. Cause then you spoke about both of them. One is asking for help, but then two is once that person gives you their time and sits down and develops this plan for you, whatever it may be to help you out, whether it's teaching you uh, things you can do is starting off with fatherhood, or if it's your finances or someone's teaching you about investing or someone's teaching you how to, you know, uh, speak, speak better or communicate better with the people you care about right like you have to be able to not only get the information but you also have to actually go do the things that they taught you because if you if somebody sits there and they spend an hour two three hours there teaching you something and you're like all right cool good to go and they ask you how's going two months later and you like you haven't started what are you saying to them yeah you want you you it sounded good to you but you weren't serious right and it's like Mm -hmm. now you've lost a, a chance to mm-hmm. you know get that help and because because now right at first it wasn't a burden right but now it's like yo i did this for two hours already right mm-hmm. so how do i know you come back to me again you haven't done anything for the first plan how can i trust that you're going to do this again right now it's like all right man i guess i'll take you know the time out of my day to help but you know it's like i already did it once man what are we doing like you you're wasting both of our time right yeah so it's like until people realize like it's 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 a accountability thing but it's also like it's more than just putting the plan in place like if, if you don't action it then you know it, it's a it's a dream it's a, it's mm-hmm. a hope it's a wish you know? mm-hmm. the worst thing you can do is sit around hoping you, know, you gotta <laughs> hope the hope don't pay the bills that's what i always don't. say hope don't pay the bills hope don't pay it you know i mean 16k in debt don't pay it either <laughs> <laughs> So, so having a child young, right? Shout out to my nephew. Um, how did that, how did that affect your, your finances? Like, cause I'm sure there were a lot of things that you had to adjust and account for newly 
So like how, and I know for someone who wasn't necessarily knowing what that was going to like encompass, how did, how, how was that experience for you? Like adjusting to the new expenses? It was, it was a lot, right? Um, initially, like before he actually got here, I would sit freaking up. She'd be sleeping, and I was up for hours thinking like, man, I got to pay for it. I got to buy a crib, I got to buy a changing table, I got to buy uh, freaking strollers, car seats, clothes, diapers, formula. Like, what if she can't freaking produce milk when she breastfeeding, which actually happens. Um, just think, trying to counter all of that into the equation and then looking at what I actually have available to do that stressed me out tremendously, right? And it was like... Oof. Bro, it was, it was so much stuff. Like, it, then he got here, and it was like the first thing you have to buy is the car seat, right? Because they're not gonna let you mm. leave if you don't have a car seat, right? Well, I can't carry him out of the damn hospital, so I gotta get the stroller too. I gotta get the stroller and the car seat together. That's gonna run you one eighty, two hundred dollars. I guess I don't know. It's been a while, but like, how much that cost? Like, it was just thinking of everything I had to pay for. And then looking at what I was already paying for, it was like, if I could get rid of this car payment, I'd have no problem paying for diapers, the formula and the clothes and all of that. But it was like, I, I, I can't get rid of this right now, but I also can't, you know, leave him out to dry. So how, how am I going to figure this out? Mm -hmm. uh, actually, I ended up being, you know, pretty blessed in the situation. A lot of people helped me. Um, like her family came through and uh, they pitched in for like, you know, strollers and like all the stuff I listed, like they helped me, helped us buy a mm. lot. Um, but like initially, man, it was, it was the most stressful thing because it was like, all right, well, I can't go out on the weekends like I want to, right? If I do go out, mm -hmm. yeah, if I'm going to drink, I'm going to just drink at the house and buy some cheap liquor, take a couple of drinks and then take yeah. some Uber to wherever the bar is. So I don't, so I know I don't spend any money. Like I had to do stuff like I would leave my debit card. Like I was at CBS while she was pregnant. So I would leave my debit card with her just to ensure that I didn't like how I said I bought all the snacks. Mm -hmm. for, like I would make sure I didn't like, oh, I need, you know, I need this breakfast, this snack before it goes to the field. Like I would make sure I didn't do that so we would be able to have the bread to actually pay for all the stuff we needed, the essential stuff we needed for him. You know, mm. it, was, it was tough, you know, and it was, it was stressful because it's like, you know, you, you leave without your debit card. What if I run out of gas? Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Figuring out no stuff like that. It's like now I'm putting myself in a crazy dilemma. But it was I did that, and then like just I had to reach out and ask for a lot of help. Um, which you know I, I have a great community helping me, so that was good. But like I can just imagine like not having any of that and mm -hmm. still trying to figure it all out. Like I I would I would always say man I would go into um would go to Sam's Club to buy his diapers and, and I would like see the price of the diapers and I'm like, I gotta get them. But I would be walking, I'd be like, yo, I totally understand how somebody would be feel like they're pushed to the point where they need to like rob a bank. Yeah. And carry their kid. Yeah. Like, yo, you get to the point, it's like, yo, one thing I cannot do is allow him to not be good. So mm -hmm. by any means I'm willing to go kind of thing. So, you know, leaving my debit card at the house, freaking not driving sometimes like i have people come get me so i don't have to worry about paying for gas um i think i wore the same like uniform boots for like like the first year he was born like, i can't even afford to buy new boots it was a lot of like things i would have paid for to help me 
in different aspects that I kind of put on the back burner to make sure that they're, everything's taken care of for him. So I had to put in, I'd replace, you know, my going out to eat with, you know, that's diaper money now. Or I would replace like, sometimes like gas money was a sacrifice and that would be the formula I would buy for the month kind of thing. Um, and then you don't realize how hungry babies are. So you end up buying two, three things of formula. <laughs> so, you know, and then, but then like even me trying to make those sacrifices, there was always the thought like, yo, I hope, I pray nothing happens to her or to the car or at the house because I, it'll just be what it is because I don't have bread to cover that stuff. So it was a real stressful situation. And like, it was a lot of like, crazy things that I felt like I needed to do to really make sure we're okay. But I think my timing was, you know, two years short. I should have been talking to you before while the DBS for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We probably would have been in a way better position. But it was it was definitely a tough situation. Um, you know, we, we got through it obviously, but you know, thinking about it was the the stress of thinking about all the stuff you had to take care of and then looking at what you're already trying to pay for. And then also remembering that you have to eat and you have to, sometimes you have to buy new clothes. Stuff runs out, you can't fit, you lose some socks and underwear and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Little things like that, it was like, man, I ain't buying none of that stuff. That, was, that has to, like everything was put on the back burner to make sure all that stuff was taken care of. And it was, it was a time, we had a time. You know, so <clears throat> I'm gonna take a, a, a training timeout real quick because the story that you just described, I want to say is commendable, right? And so you, do, you don't hear all the time a lot of people talk about uh, positive father role models. And so that that depiction of what he just described that he did and the things that he put on the back burner to make sure that his son had everything he needed is the reason at the beginning of this show, I said that he's a father that I aspire to be like. If you if you all could could watch him and his son, like you all would be happy and inspired. And um you know, so even with you not having the answers, you know, you you did what you needed to do to make a a situation that you weren't expecting better. So I wanted to say I respect you and I'm proud of you for doing that, my brother, before we continue this conversation. Um, so uh, with that being said, you know, I talk a lot too. So like, you know, the name of my book is The End of Smoker Mindset. You've read it. Um, Great book. Go buy it right now. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. But um so one of the one of the things I talk is mindset, right? And people don't, I think people think of your personal finances and your mental state as two separate entities. And the thing that I try to push to people is the fact that like, yo, if your finances are messed up, your mental is also going to be messed up. It's going to take a moment. Like what you, bro, that is pure stress. Like listening, I, I was stressed listening to it. Like you tell me that, like I couldn't. I couldn't fathom like, you know what I'm saying? And you that, you know, trying to be the, the provider and the protector, that's, that's even more difficult. It's like, yo, I, I hope nothing happens to the car. I can't take care of that. Like, I hope we don't have this happen. I can't take and that. That's bro, that's just stressful. So the fact that you made it to the other side of that, while also ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what TBS is, that's the basic school. So that's where uh, Marine Corps officers go for six months to, be trained to learn how to basically lead a provisional infantry platoon. Um, it's a very, it's a time. Let's just say that. All right. Um, so the fact that he was going through all of that and also made it through that period of instruction for six months, 
is amazing. So, you know, if, if you're not too familiar with that, I say go to YouTube and just look up the basic school and just watch some videos and listen to like the rigorous program and the requirements. And then for him to do that. And on top of that, like you realize the capability and the type of man that that my little brother is right here. And you'll see why I respect him so much. Um, but, you know, so to continue, um, I know you mentioned like your friends uh, a lot. What what did you notice about like maybe some of your relationships with people when you started managing your your finances more efficiently and started like prioritizing, you know, saving up bread and being able to make plays over, you know, going out and doing things that while being fun and you could build relationships would also not support your main goal, which is to to build something and leave a legacy for your family. Yeah. Um so it was I once I kind of told my friends what I was, you know, the goal was, like there was kind of two sides of it. It was the group that was in full support. And was like, yeah, man, like I get it. I understand. Like, yeah, man, whatever you need for me, I can help. However, a lot. And then, but then there's also the group that's like, ah, oh, man, so you're not going out no more. I'm like, nah, bro, like I spend it hundred dollars every time I go. Outside, expensive, man. You can't be doing that right now. You know, so it was. And I had a harder time kind of figuring out where I needed to be, you know, in that situation. Cause it was like, I didn't want to lose the friends that I, you know, go out and have a good time with. Mm -hmm. But also like, like you said, bro, there's a, there's a way bigger goal that's way over both, all of our heads that I'm trying to get to. And I can't let the, the, the short good time right now change how that, how that goal can be attained. Um, so it was, it was a lot of like kind of back and forth sometimes with my friends um you know they were doing things and there were summer plans that we had they were like uh prime example freaking troy my ob he wanted to go to jamaica for his birthday his birthday is like in the april and like it wasn't like a crazy expensive trip because it was gonna be all eight of us but um i ended up like having to skip the trip and like cancel it and i kind of like ruined the plans a little bit because like my input and my money dollars towards that would have made the trip special or like we would have actually been able to get the house we wanted the, the mm. resort and all that but me i had to be like like i was missing out on a birthday celebration but i, I also felt like i was kind of letting it down but like side so i like had to talk to him on the side i was like yo bro like right now i, I can't do it mm. you know and I, I, it's because i have to pay for this stuff you know and i i didn't expect him to be like oh bro like why like give me a hard time about it he was like bro, i fully understand like i get it man like whenever you get that done like there's gonna be way bigger vacations that we take so we just do it then like we'll just celebrate i'll celebrate with you when you get back so that meant a lot to me um you know but as far as friends that kind of gave me a hard time about it you know it was just little things like you know we would there'd be they were trying to set up stuff for me when i came back and, you know it was Oh yeah, like everybody's just pitching fifty, and you know we can make it happen. I'm like, bro, I don't got it. I don't got it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what y'all want me to do, but I don't got it. You're like, bro, what you mean? Like you can deploy, you tax free, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, son, I have, I have this plan in place, bro. It has to get set. Like I have to accomplish this goal. If I don't, I'm gonna real have. I'm having a real problem with myself when I get back. Mm -hmm. So it was like, and with me was, too. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't just me. It was, it was like. 
not a lot of weight, but it was like, man, like, well, I, I put in the, 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 the initial work to make this work. So why am I, like, why would I stop pushing towards it? You know, and I, there was times where I really had to make the hard decision. Like, you know, like Key's birthday was in March and I'm out there and like, I had to tell her, I was like, yeah, like, I'm gonna have to get you a gift later when I get back. Cause right now, you know, I know you want this. I know you'll get, I'm going to get you that. But like right now, I just can't get it, you know. And she understood, of course, because she's also a part of the bigger goal. But she sees it and she understands that. So it was just tough. It was tough times like that where it was like, man, I, I wish I could really show you how much I appreciate you being around. And I couldn't do that for people, you know. So it was tough, man. But most of my friends were very supportive. But there were the times where it was like, ah, bro, like, why not? What you doing? What's up? Like, bro, it's just 50. You'll get it back. It's tax free right now. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, I can't, man. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I can't, right? And then it was that, but it was also right there in the middle, like, the stuff I really, really wanted to do that I, like, had to sacrifice. And then the hardest part was the conversation telling people, like, yeah, man, I, I can't right now. And I'm sorry. But hopefully, you know, you don't hold it against me. And they don't. You know, we, we've had no, a couple of good times. Because it's, it's for a good reason, right? And I think <clears throat> a lot of people overlook that fact. But also, there's a lot of people that have difficulty standing on goals that they set for themselves. And they easily allow people to affect their emotions. And then they make a decision that they know goes directly against the plans and goals that they've set for themselves. So um, was it, were you always like, uh, able to say no or is that something a skill that you had to hone because I know for me that's something that I had to work on because if somebody asked me to do yeah. something I was yep I got you I got you I got you. it didn't matter what if you ask for time I've given out a lot of money and it's just because I want to help people but exactly. I had to learn to be like nah like I can't do that I can't mm-hmm. so, so how was that for you it was yeah it was hard <laughs> I um it was definitely a learn ability and I had to really practice it um and I feel like me paying off the debt and actually sticking to the plan was probably one of my like biggest challenges for myself like in my period of living because it was like you know there's going to be a lot of sacrifices and there's going to be a lot of stuff you're going to have to say no to and you just have to be able to stand on your one and actually say no you know Mm -hmm. and it was it was it took me a couple tries like you know initially it was like oh bro like you got to see the real quick. And I'm like, yeah. But then once I started to realize that the, the, the snowball wasn't getting smaller at the rate I wanted it to, you know, I would still try to find a way. Like, it, it kind of, it was a growth. It went from, all right, yeah, bro, I got 50. I got you. Right. And not worry about getting it back to, all right, yeah, I got 50 right now, but I'm going to need that back on Friday mm-hmm. kind of thing. And then it went from that. Yeah, and I had like a couple of situations where I didn't get it back on Friday and I didn't like how that felt. So then it went to, all right, yeah, I just don't have a fifty to give you, bro. Like, mm. and that it, it took, it took, you know, I would say my first month there, it was, it was a lot of yeah, yeah, I got you. And then like the second and third month, it was like, all right, so let me get that back. And then like the when it was kind of crunch time where I could see the difference and I could see like the light at the end of the tunnel, I was like, I, I don't got it. Stop asking me. Get out of my face. Like, I'm sorry, but no, not right now. I really don't have it. But I think you could use this to go get it, kind of thing. So it was it was definitely a learn a 
ability that I had to practice a lot because I'm always, you know, people would, um, we'd go out to eat out there a lot, you know, and it was like, I deployed, we was going out to eat, whatever. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, so um, we would go out and like experience the town and stuff. Public relations. And it was a lot of, yeah, yeah, right. Building, building public relations. You know, <laughs> faith in the, in the community. Um, but it was a lot of times where going, even being out there, I'm like, yo, I, I really want to do this cool stuff. Like, I want to do this, I want to do that. But it's like, yo, my, 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 I can't right now. It's snowball is freaking still too big, you know? And that, it was, it took, it was cold when I first got there. So it, it wasn't that hard. But when it started to warm up and feel better, it was like, oh, let's go do this, let's go do that. And I'm like, yeah, let's go do that. And then I was like, uh, how much that cost? And they were like, yeah, it's about this much. Uh, I can't do that. You know, it's not. It don't fit in the plan, right? Like mm-hmm. with the budget, I you know I think what helped me a lot was I was able with the plan we put in place. There was still money there for me to, you know, if I wanted to go out to mm-hmm. eat, or if I wanted to you know buy some food, or you know make uh, buy something for Key or my son. Like there was money there to do that. So it was like now it was a matter of me deciding on that piece of money. Do I really want to use it for that, or should I wait to do something else? And I was like, maybe I could just wait, and then later on, when this is all said and done, that bread could be used for something way bigger than what we initially planned to do. So mm. that was definitely a big thing, and I, that helped a lot. But it was definitely tough. It was definitely tough because yeah, I've always been on go. Like I moved so much. Mm-hmm. My fiance, she was like, "Yo, you need to sit down." I just like to have a good time. You know, oh. How much easier has it did it make you doing this process, knowing that even though some she may not have liked some of the sacrifices that you decided to make, that you had her support? How how helpful was that? Man, it's huge. It was it probably was the biggest factor in the whole thing because you know, like it's doing doing new stuff or like you know challenging yourself is always hard, but like having somebody behind you that is very supportive and can push you and like even reminds you like, hey, did you make this payment? Hey, did you pay that off? Hey, you haven't sent no money to the savings, like what you doing? And like having that, you know, constant like reminder and, you know, push and drive was like, yo, she gets it. So now it's not only I'm doing it for me, I'm doing it for you for helping me set up the plan, but I'm also doing it for her because, you know, she's invested in it just as much as I am. You know, I don't want to disappoint her. Because mm-hmm. now it's like, now I got to explain that. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. who want to have that conversation? <laughs> you know, I don't want to talk about it. What did you spend it on? I'm like, I bought some shoes. I'm like, but you still have $200 left in this car. Like, yeah, it should have went to the car. You know, the kind of conversation I didn't have. But it was definitely huge, like, kind of, you know, showing her a plan, letting her know, like, this is, this is what I got to do right now. She's like, all right, you know. Let's get it. You know, I know, you That's know, dope. in a couple months, you know what I'm saying? I know in a couple months, like, we'll, we'll be all right. We'll be in a way better spot than we want to be. So let's get it. She also likes purses. So she saw, oh, if he has more money, he can buy me purses. So <laughs> a little, it was a little, yeah, he, she had her own motivation. Well, I don't worry. Everybody likes purses. So, hey, I ain't mad. Whatever, whatever leads us to, to this point we had today, you know? Yeah. That was that was huge, man. She, because I couldn't imagine like having to hear freaking bigger 
why can't you give me this? Why can't I, I already have a short fuse for that. And then also trying to freaking deal with being in a super uncomfortable situation. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been able to freaking be in a good space and still accomplish the goal. You know? Yeah. So that's it was huge. That's that's fire. So when it comes to another thing I talk about is like finding mentors that can help you get where you need to be. Right. And so for you, what was your how what's your biggest thing when you look towards like mentors or when you seek people to to emulate or to hang around and learn things from? Like, how do you go about that? So you it usually starts with you know, I see somebody that is doing something that I have an interest in, or I see somebody that I feel like we have uh, a similar mindset or we think about things in a similar way, kind of just by being around them a little bit. Um, so I kind of take that and it's like, well, what are they doing? And then from there, I see like how receptive they are to questions and, you know, my eagerness to just know stuff. And if the the questions go over kind of smoothly, then it's like, all right, well, now I want to do the stuff you're doing. Can you help me do that? And then usually it's either, yeah, I've been waiting on somebody to ask for. It's like, uh, no, I don't think you're right. But the big thing is, for me, is I I don't have a problem asking questions. So I always kind of pay attention to how people receive questions and how they go about, you know, asking. Or, or answering questions or seeing how often they ask people other questions, you know, because mm-hmm. a big, you frozen? No, nah, you good. Oh, my bad. All right. A big thing for me is like, you know, I want to be guided and mentored by somebody that, you know, knows more than me and they know they know, but they also understand that there's somebody that knows more than them, right? And that's always a big thing for me because mm-hmm. it's like, if you can't humble yourself enough to ask questions, even though I'm coming to you asking the question, then like we're really just gonna go in a circle because you're now you're it's gonna turn into a weird like I depend on you kind of thing, but you don't have all the answers. You're trying to you're kind of blowing smoke. Mm-hmm. But if I can see that you have a mentor that you go to and you ask them questions, you're eager to know a bunch of different things. Well, now it's like oh that makes sense for me to to kind of try to latch onto you to see. If we can build and ask, we start to ask similar questions to other people and kind of grow it from there. So a big thing for me is how you receive questions. Mm. And also, you know, I, I sometimes I ask around about people, you know, if I can find somebody that is familiar with who that person is, kind of just like, yo, like, what do you think about this person? I actually did that with, uh, with Trust. Trust is a really good mentor of mine. But uh, I stalked Trust's Instagram for like months. <laughs> and I used to just watch and like see what he was doing and like, you know, seeing what kind of activities he was taking place in and what groups he was a part of at the school and who he was talking to and who he was helping. And I was like, yeah, I feel like this guy could really, you know, help me, you know. And then I felt that way. And then right around the time I felt like I was going to start asking him questions, but then he came to me and was like, hey, man, like, yo, come come with me this weekend. Like, let's, let's go talk. And I was like, this is perfect you know so it works out that way I mean even with you like you know I, when I first met you I, I tell everybody I thought you was super mean right? <laughs> you know, I, I don't remember that but I thought, 
yeah, right. So, um, even when I first met you, man, like, I, I, if I thought you were mean, but then like there was stuff, you know, that I was curious about as far as the Marine Corps goes, that you know, you were very willing to answer. Right? And it was like, yeah, like he, you know, knows what he's talking about. He answers my questions. He doesn't kind of blow me off. Like he's, he's invested and actually helping me and helping me kind of navigate this space. I, I think it'll work out pretty well. Um, so a lot of times it's just seeing how people respond to questions and then also looking at, you know, their character from like an outside view, somebody who's, mm. you know, knows them, but isn't really invested in them in that kind of way. Just kind of talking to them and seeing like, hey, like, what's this person about? And then if it's great stuff, it's like, all right, yeah, I want to see what they're about. But also like, there is like the balance of that where some people have their opinions about people. And it's like, you kind of got to take it with a grain of salt, you know? And I, I take that information and I kind of evaluate like, would I respond in that situation the same way? And if the answer is no, then it's like, well, maybe I should still give them a chance. Mm. You know? A lot of people have come, a lot of my mentors have come like that where it's like, I'm just curious about stuff and I, I just, you know, selflessly ask, you know, put my pride to the side and be like, yo, what's this? Yeah. Like, yo, this. Like, hey, it's that and this and that and this. Matter of fact, you should read this book. And boom, there it is. Oh, man. So <clears throat> the last thing I want to get into, because, you know, Juwan uh, stays out here near me. So he, he has a special view of how, let's say just me personally, how I operate, right? So uh, one of the things, one of the stories or things I tell people a lot about is that I really do look for ways to not spend money, but still allow everyone to have a good time, right? Because I understand once again, I'm thinking about everyone's best interests a lot with everything I do. And I think Juwan can attest to that. Um, I don't make decisions just for myself. So out here, one of the things that I try to do is like on the weekends, like instead of everyone going out to bars and clubs and to brunch at restaurants is we do it at my house. You know, if everyone wants to have a brunch Sunday, like we do brunch at the house, you know, on the weekend, we want to, instead of going out to get a seafood bowl, we'll do it at the house. And like everyone puts in money in a pot, but everybody shows up now, instead of everyone spending $120, you know, in one outing, everyone spent 12. And we had yeah. way more fun, you know what I'm saying? So speak, can you speak to your experience of that just to let the people know that when I tell this story, I'm telling the truth? Oh yeah, it, it's a hundred percent fact. Uh, matter of fact, I have a very specific moment. Uh, around this time last year, we did a massive seafood board. Right? <laughs> and then we, we came up with the idea, it was like, yo, everybody wanted seafood. Like, yo, we should get some seafood, man. And we're like looking at restaurants, like, okay, that costs too much, that costs too much. And then it was like, it was already a given that we were going to do it at your house. But it was like, we could just get the food and bring it back. So we don't got to worry about cooking it. But then we kind of sat for a second. We're like, yo, why don't we just go buy like 10 pounds of damn crab and boil it at the crib? You know, you had the stuff. So we did that. Everybody put in, I think, like what, maybe $30, you know. And it, it, it was like eight, 10 of us, $30. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, us knowing people situation. We end up having there's a picture of us. We have it's like it's like six or seven of us lined up on a table. And it's like one of those real long folded tables and it's covered in seafood. <laughs> right? 
it was the best Super Bowl I, I've had in a very long time. It was just like, <laughs> you know, I, I paid $30 to eat five pounds of seafood right now. Like, right. Even like that, um, there's just been so many times where, you know, it'd be Friday night. I'm like, yeah, what was going to do? Like, well, you know, go to Eric's house. You know, we at least going to have a good time to eat. You know, so <laughs> and we, come eat. <laughs> yeah. we come over and uh, freaking, you know, everybody would put in for, you know, bottles. We safely drink, you yeah. know, and then like, oh, whatever I don't eat. Like, right, let's do chicken today. You know, we put in bread, we go to Walmart, freaking grab two, three things with chicken thighs and legs. And yep. Grill it up. And throw some music on it. Got a party now. Yeah. So. And, you know, it's, it's pretty dope because I think one of the me and I talk about it a lot because it's something I actually really like doing is like curating that environment. And um, because we have those events at the house where everyone can be comfortable, like everyone's, you know, actually interacting, no one's stuck at one end of the table away from other people. We've been able to like people don't realize the memories that you can create and like how you can foster better relationships in those environments. Cause you're doing the same things you wanted to do, but one you're saving bread and you're in a spot where everyone can interact with each other more. So you get to build a lot of memories. Like some of these pictures and videos, we have a, you playing with JJ, you would never have if we were instead spending that time at a club or a bar or, you know, the some of the even some of the recipes i've been able to create is like oh i got gang coming over like yo i gotta i gotta get in my bag today what am i gonna create to 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 make everybody be like yo what's this you know and it's like everybody eating it like everybody's gonna remember that rib they ate or you know that piece of chicken or or that pasta oh yeah come on now and i'm gonna say this on the online now there's not too many people out here messing with my ribs if you want to see me at me in the smoker and we can set up a date to put our smoker side by side and see what's good but um but that's a you know that's that's one of the the benefits that people don't don't think about either when it comes to these things like, ah, you know well, i don't want to have a you know people come over here you know got to clean up or i'd rather go out i want to you know but it's like yo you can do the same things and have actually a lot more fun in that environment like no one has to worry about where they're driving everyone has a place to sleep if they need it you know even everyone's kids be running around like jj's in the midst of the party he over there we going to grab him so he stopped pulling down my curtains like and it's all of that stuff is is a great time and there's no time limit we ain't got to wear oh the place closed it too not nah, the place closed when we go to sleep you know yeah, very true yeah that's happened a lot you know i i scroll through my phone all the time like trying to post stuff on instagram that i thought was funny i thought it was a good time and it's always if you look at a lot of the videos i'm like oh that was good i remember that night I, if you look in the background you could tell we were at your house. Like, <laughs> that is dope experience, man. It's dope that like you you put yourself in a position to curate that environment for people. I thought it was like the dopest thing because you know it's, it, it ain't much to do in Jacksonville, right? So that mm-hmm. was a big concern when we first got It was like, I'm gonna be pretty boring, you know. But he was he was like, yo, let's come to the crib. I'm like, uh, all right. Like, we just come to your house. We had our house, but all right, we'll just come over. <laughs> we got we got a house, like <laughs> yeah, you're like at home too. We're like, all right, you know, so we'll pull up and it ends up being a great night every time, you know. And I don't know, man. I I really I appreciate that a lot because like you know sometimes, like you said, people you know think about it too much and feel like their house got to be set up this way or it got to be this clean or you know. I got. I am a clean freak, but that's a different conversation. Yeah, right. But you know, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like. 
you are you, you are clean, but like at the same time, like people, you know, feel like or they just like I don't feel like it. But it's like yo, yo there's not I there hasn't been many times where I've been like, yo, bro, what y'all doing? Like, yeah, man, pull up. Or there hasn't been many times where you've been like, yo, nah, I don't feel like it today. So it's like, yeah, I mean, I can come through. Like, yeah, pull, pull up. Like, yeah. We we can if yeah. we all bored. Why be bored separately when we can be bored together? That's that's the way I look at it. Like you're not doing nothing, I'm not doing anything. Well, let's not do anything together. And typically, we end up doing something because we're together. Yeah, that's true. And then also, like you know, you when you think about how how much it costs to actually go out and have a good time, it's like uh, I don't feel like doing nothing. And then you you get the call and you're like Eric's like yo man. Eric wants to come to the crib. All right, cool. Like he wants to grab something on the way. You know, and we all like put our resources together and end up saving a lot more money if we went out and freaking uh, at the club. You know, trying to buy a bottle and it's three hundred dollars. We got three bottles at the crib. We, you know, barely paid you know forty dollars each for the bottles and the food. It, like, yeah, it's why I can't fathom buying a bottle in anybody's club. First off, I hate the clubs. I think I said that on the show before, but I'm gonna let that be known again. I don't like it. Uh, but, bro, I'm, that markup is crazy. And I understand it as a businessman. Cool, I get it. Just know that you're not gonna get that money from me when I know that economically it doesn't make sense, right? And, you know, you hit on the one of the things we've been hitting by, like I'm a big supporter of group economics, right? Like group economics wins every time. But- in order to do that efficiently and effectively, you have to put yourself in a certain position. It's a lot easier to do those things when you know that everybody that's in your group is financially free. Yeah, that's true. My friends at home, actually, I'm working on getting them to the point where they are more free with their finances. Because it'd be like, it's always like, you know how everybody's like, uh, you know, planning a trip with you know, a group of black people hardest thing to do ever and like usually the hard part is the money the aspect money. of it the money you know what i'm saying so that that always like hinders us a lot as a group friend uh group of friends at home because like i'm like yo bro like let's go do this you know everybody put in a hundred dollars we have a great time it's eight of us like we can do whatever we want and uh it's either they're you know in the work cycle where they're always working they need the money to do whatever or you know they are free from work, but they haven't, there's other things that they have to worry about paying off so they don't have the money at the moment to, mm-hmm. you know, make the thing happen. So, you know, just trying to, you know, those are my guys. So I want to, you know, put it in their mind and like, yo, we, I did this. I know somebody that, you know, can help you too. Mm-hmm. We just got to lock in and do it, you know, and just imagine like how much more fun we'll have, you know. And even now, like, you know, I'm I'm trying to take on kind of the mindset that you have as far as like curating the environment for people. Because I was thinking like Fourth of July, um, Dante's going to uh, to Houston to see her sister, and I'm like, well, I mean, I don't got no plans, and I don't know if anybody else doesn't, but no, you know, we can, I can come to the house, like, mm-hmm. we can come to the crib, I'll smoke some ribs. My ribs aren't as good, but they they crazy. I'll teach you, Man. young Padawan. Don't worry. Yeah, you start away. Now that you started, I'll I'll give you the keys. I got a smooth little, little wax on, wax off, right? We're <laughs> working. We're getting there. But yeah, I'm trying to, you know, adopt that same mindset and like allow my space to be the space where people can come and have a good time and not feel like, feel the financial burden of 
having a good time. You know, because a lot of times, you know, that's really what stops people from just, you know, enjoying life. They try so hard to enjoy it that they end up putting themselves in a worse situation compared yep. to just you know, group their resources together and then it always turns into a better situation. But now spending less money and I'm around everybody I want to be around. And mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about no extra, you know, I have a problem with the clubs too, but it's because the people in the club you know it's usually yeah. now i like i like nicer places like you know back when i was in school we go to park at 14th street you dress nice you go to, i'll do that you know yeah. just the normal like, random milk nah uh-uh. nope won't catch me i have that i have the same issue because it's just like you never know who you're gonna run into and mm-hmm. how people are gonna respond to each other it's like yo if i just you know come to my house you're all together and we got a great time together, yeah you know? and it's everybody been benefits everyone benefits yeah. yo that that you all only spent twenty dollars like that what and you all got to have fun like what else do you get yeah. you, all that money you save now goes somewhere else you know that sounds like a a capital w to me you know um and you know something else that you've been talking about too is like just your your willingness to have the conversation about finances with your friends now right and i think that especially as a community we're terrible about that are terrible about that like we don't want to have foster conversations about our personal finances with people because one what we think they're going to judge us right well if you can't talk about your finances with your friends because you think they're going to judge you you probably need to start working on a new circle you know what i'm saying like there's no one that's within my circle that i can't go to yo i got this going on or i have that going on and the last thing i worry about is them judging me you know i'm we're going to find a solution they may tell me hey you need to get it together or whatever it may be but they're not judging me. And I think that's a, a, a key thing for people who have people that they spend time with. You have to see how they reaction. Do, can you share those? Can you have those conversations? Because in my group, the way that this whole thing really fostered was me leading off by saying, hey, I think this is important. We should all be financially free. It doesn't make sense for us to do these things. We should all save money so that we can do XX and X in the future. We can plan for these things while also doing this is going to help us do this. And it's like, wow, that makes sense. And now people come in the house all the time, like, yo, I got this going on. Like, what should I do with that? Or, hey, I, I don't know. Should I pay this card or that card? Like, I don't know what to do. And it's like the, com- the conversation just flows. So everyone's getting the answers. And because everyone's comfortable, everyone is starting to do what they do. And because they know that, oh, Eric really talks about personal finance and being debt free. You know what? we should all do this and like everyone's motivated to do it and now people are talking call it investing and doing this and doing that people getting houses and buying airbnbs and they're excited about this it's just like and i just sit back a lot of times me and trust sit back and we just watch and we're like bro wow wow this is great like yo just just from us going through the pain to figure out the things we need to figure out and watching you guys not only ask and receive the information but take it and run through every wall that's been in front of you, bro. Ah, I just, I get so excited just watching it. Cause it's like, yo, this is, this is what life is about. Like, these are the things. And like, we're fostering a group of young killers that, yo, there's no, I have no next 20 years. Like we will all together have, you know, a couple hundred million dollars of assets together. And why? Because we took the steps to do this stuff. Now, everyone agreed that these things were important and we all agree what was important in the long term in the future yo there's not many groups that can say that you got people uh, i don't know about this or i ain't helping him with that and it's like n- no like bro we we're all going to make it we just have to do these things if you think these things are important like i do hey come hang out with me we're gonna figure it out right 
exactly. That's definitely huge. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think about that a lot. I think about whenever we talk about y'all uh, kind of putting the environment together, I think about the, uh, the Drake video where he's like, asking him a question, he's like, look at this, look at this. We created all of this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, nah, man, I, I I agree heavily, man, because like there's no reason that you know you have the resource around you and you don't you know try to utilize it to, your, to the best of your you know ability and benefit. Um, so that's where like me now, I'm trying to I use like my testimonial to kind of like you know, light a fire on the people and be like, yo, man, I did this for six months. So, like, I know you're doing a lot more than me as far as, like, like, I did this for six months and I had a kid. I had two other miles of you. Mm-hmm. I did this for six months. You, it's mm-hmm. just you. There's no reason no excuse. you can't get this done. No excuse. No reason you can't get this done. You know, and before it was like, I kind of felt like, you know, I don't have my stuff together, so I'm not really going to pitch this conversation to people. But now it's like, yo, I've done it see what it looks like i know what it takes to get there so like now it's just me continually bringing the conversation up like yo man like we can take this trip but you know who gonna pay the bread it's like ah it's like, yo man like i know somebody that can get you right we just gotta we gotta get together and get there you know? mm-hmm. and it's, it's coming along you know but it, i think it is a process when it comes to actually getting people to buy in because there is the level of like yourself you have to get over you know sometimes people i feel like they take themselves a little too serious huge situations you know it's like i can do this i can do that you know i'm grown man like i'm taking care of this i'm taking care of that it's like i mean yeah you are but like at the same time bro like you're taking care of this but what if what if that happens over there what are you gonna do about that now you got a problem you know so if we can come together and think think about it and work towards the same goal which we all want to accomplish like if we could just sit down and actually start actioning this stuff then it makes a world of a difference in our overall experience of just life and being friends and hanging out together so i definitely i i freaking i for like the first month and a half i shut up about it i was like yo I paid off six, 16 as, as you should have been, yo, poke your chest out and say that because, yeah. yo, other people need to hear it. Like, and that's why I'm, I'm, I couldn't wait to get you on here. So just so y'all know, when I was planning this podcast, like he ended up having to leave for deployment. I was sick because he was, this was one yeah. of the first people I wanted to talk to, but I'm actually, once again, I've been on this, this bin now to where like, I've been realizing that things may not happen when I want them to, but it's going to happen when it's supposed to. And by me not having him on the podcast before he left, what that allowed us to do is now have a better story for him to tell and show that, you know, his circumstances and the things that he overcame. And there's a lot of people who feel like they're in overwhelming situations that they can overcome. And like, for me, I've been in some bad situations. That situation he described when he was at TBS, I'd, I'd rather go back to the situations I've been in, right? Because you get you learn really quickly that you're not the only one going through things. And by you sharing this today, someone who may feel like they're in a situation they can't get out of, they may have a, whoa, I, I wouldn't want to deal with that. Actually, you know what? I can deal with this. Let me go ahead and, and stand up and, and, and fight back. You know what I'm saying? Like my trust has that, that tattoo, always fight back. Like, absolutely. You know, and 
it's it's true so I, I i one of the things i really want people to get from this show is learn that they can fight back and so i want people to come on here and share stories like this and talk about the things that they've overcame and the things that they've experienced because it shows one they you're not alone there's someone else is going through the same things but also here's someone that was in a, that situation and here's how they got out of it see if you can use some of that oh, I hear and I, I think a big thing you hit on was like um it, the time will come when it when people are ready for it to come you know I, I think that's a big thing with with being the person that is trying to curate the environment and like bring people along and show people a lot of times you know it takes conversations like this it takes episodes like this for somebody to just hear like yo i did this and i had this going on and then now they're like oh i, I don't got half this stuff going on. just like you said man yep like i don't have this stuff going on and i'm you know why can't i do that mm-hmm. so I, I i i appreciate you you know letting me be here to kind of give my my piece to it um and i i just really hope you know this kind of inspires somebody whether it be one person or ten inspire somebody to come along you know and just ask for the help because you know, the first thing, like like I said earlier, you call man, closed mouth don't get fed. So mm-hmm. the sooner you ask, the, sooner, the better off you'll be in the long run. It's a fact. Uh, it's a fact. So if it took me a second, but you know, I opened my mouth, I put my pride aside, humbled myself, asked for the help. And, and how out. old are you? So, Twenty six. Twenty six, debt free, and has his whole life ahead of. That could be you too. All you got to do is get. Your, your finances in order, become debt-free, you know, tap in within the smoker if you need to, and let's move this train forward, all right? The more people we get debt-free, the more we could talk about more group economics, doing more gangster stuff. Like, we got, you know, 10, 15, 20 people buying apartment complexes, and we're not having to worry about who has the bread for what or who's going to pay this because everybody's in the same situation. Oh, bro, let me stop. Let me stop. We're not, we're not even going to get into that this conversation today. But um, before we wrap this up, you know, do you have anything that you want to leave the uh, audience with today? Like, you want to just leave them with a with some 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 gems, some knowledge before we get off here. Like, if you want to wrap this up to one final thing, what would that be? Good question. Um, I would say the biggest thing, man, is you know, it's gonna be an uncomfortable situation. Right, but you just gotta remind yourself that you're not the first person and you're definitely not gonna be the last person. You know, this is just your time in that space. And as long as you, you know, stand up and actually put an effort forward to fight back, then you'll come out on top, you know. And if you can just take a second to put your pride to the side and not take yourself as serious as you was as far as like feeling like you you can get everything done you know if you can take that time to just take a second and actually ask somebody you'll be surprised who's willing to help and how much they'll actually help you and you'll think yourself in the long run for the situation so i definitely i definitely want people to just take a second to you know really evaluate how they go about their finances you know how comfortable are they and even if they are uncomfortable you know, that's fine. You know, Eric's not somebody who's going to make you more uncomfortable. If anything, he's going to ease your mind and make it a way better process than you could have ever imagined it being. So, you know, just take a second, you know, humble yourself. Think about it. You know, consider what you want to get done in life. and Just make the decision to ask the question. 
Because he's ready and willing to go. You just got to be willing to ask. Yes, sir. I appreciate these uh these these gems and i appreciate your time today i really really thoroughly enjoyed this conversation I'm glad that you finally got a chance to to share your win on the on the big stage because i i'm proud like i tell you i've been proud when he got back and i asked i said yo he had been back for like what a day two a day and a half maybe and i was like yo you you debt free he's like oh yeah like i right i grabbed him hugged him i'm like yo let's go now we can talk about you know big boy stuff we we passed that now. Ain't no more. Ain't no ain't no more debt. You know we debt free gang. So uh, once again, just want to you know tell tell you in the world I'm, I'm proud of you. And now we got bigger and better things coming. Um, now for my end, you know, uh, for those of you listening to the show, I want to thank you. Please like, comment, and subscribe on whatever uh, source you're listening on, be it YouTube or you know Amazon, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Um, but please let us know what you think about the episodes. And, um, you know, if there's something you would like to hear or some people talk about, let me know, too, because I can definitely start getting that stuff um, in the in the lineup as well. So that, you know, you guys are hearing some things that you would like to hear Um, now as far as the company, you know, so in the smoker financial coaching, I have a book, the in the smoker mindset. You can find that on Amazon goes into the mindset that keeps people from being financially free. And it also talks about the mindset that you can adopt in order to become financially free. I also have a budgeting course that you guys um, can can get. So you can see the link on my website, www.inthesmoker.com. The tab courses will take you to that link. Uh, also, if you go to my Instagram, which is at in the smoker, uh, you can go in my bio and in my link tree, there's a, there's a link to it. And you can also go to Facebook uh, at in the smoker at my, on my link tree It's there as well. So um, I want to thank all you guys for listening. And um, <clears throat> for those of you that you know, maybe going through some things or did gain something from just today and you want to ask some questions, you know, please go to my website, let's set up a consultation and let's, let's get you moving forward and, you know, possibly get some of y'all in the smoker. All right. So as we get out of here, hey, do you want to say it with me? Let's get in the smoker. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. All right. Hey, y'all, y'all take care.